I'm Mark. And I'm Marshall. And this is the Save Yourself Podcast. A randomized deep dive into the Face Down Down Records Records discography. discography. Episode 32. I waited for you because I was going to say 31, but I was like, I don't think it's 31. I think it's 32, but I wasn't sure enough to say it on my own. 32. Thank you for being my helping hand. We we in this bitch. All right. We here. We hating. Haters will say it's fake, but here we are. And it is. It is. We are a figment of your imagination, and none of this is real. We are an opinionated figment of your imagination. We're professional. <laughs> Professionally opinionated. Imaginations. Episode 32. Hope for the Dying. Self-titled. Hope for the Dying. Self-titled. <laughs> <laughs> Self-titled. In case you don't know, we are discussing <laughs> Hope for the Dying self-titled EP that was released through Strike First in 2008. So cool. wait, that, that also means it's Hope for the Dying, Hope for the Dying, and also Hope for the Dying, Hope for the Dying. <laughs> I mean, if the... Sorry. <laughs> we, ha- we haven't got there yet, but if this EP is any... Forgot the word I was looking for. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this band was formerly known as Convicted between the year of 2001 and 2006. So we got a little name change. Got a little name change. Uh, they're from Jonesboro, Illinois. This band formed in 2006. Imagine that, considering previously and convicted 2001 to 2006 kind of see why they changed their name though convicted is just a little tough to find i could see that but i also feel like their music was better really (laughs) maybe i I didn't look them up but i mean one would hope based off the name yeah uh this they're like a a metalcore progressive metal symphonic metalcore Kind of wannabe-ish death metal, but Ta- not... Take the metal you like and slow it down by like 40 beats per minute, and that's Hope for the Dying. Um, This album was... Well, okay. I'm just going to say it. It was recorded at the Ruckus Room, but that was when they first recorded it because they self-released this album, and then it got basically repackaged and re-artworked and yada 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 by strike first this is on strike first yes oh the artwork was done by the ever so classic dfd 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 is this the first metal band that we've heard on strike first so far i feel like strike first up until this moment has been primarily punk and hardcore i don't know man i feel like it has we're 32 episodes deep that's true yeah, That's you, pretty deep. You expected me to remember stuff. I used to smoke way too much pot. <laughs> Dave did a good job with the album artwork. I thought it was nice. It wasn't normal to his style, but I liked it. That was my first... If, if that was my band's first EP artwork, I'd be like, cool. Hey, sweet. Thanks. Not bad. Thanks, Dave. Dave, also, if you're listening... Hey. We're uh, working on a new album. 
<laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> It'll never be released through either of these labels, but, you know, cool artwork's cool artwork. God damn it. <laughs> All right. On vocals, we have Josh Ditto. Ditto! Who also played keyboard, which I guess is where they got the symphonic element. There were not enough keys in that record to warrant having a keyboardist. That might that might have been that might be like keyboard a, player. A, a later album. Keyboardist? Key, yeah. Pianist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm bashful. Might, symphonic might be a for like some of their later work, they might have added more into it because there really wasn't that much on this album. But when there was, you were like this is boring. Like a dream theater that goes to church. On guitar, we have James Houseman. Also on guitar, Jack Daniels, who is in the band Basura and is currently in War of Fucking Ages. Who also carried the man that we like to call Leroy who's the front man of our segment, Leroy's Lazy Lyrics. Leroy's Lazy Lyrics. Yeah, War of Ages is pretty much the uh, the granddads of Face Down now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I've heard Viscera before. No, not Viscera. Basura. Oh, B-A-S-U-R-A. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. I could have pronounced it wrong. I don't know. Never heard that band before. Me neither. Good job, Jack. Also on bass, we have Jacob Caps. And on drums, Bryce Voiles. Voiles? Violas? V-O-Y-L-E-S. Oh. That's nice. There you go. I reached out to uh, James Houseman, you know, just to ask some basic questions, you know, try to get some information back, as we usually do when we discuss these bands. And he said, which brings us to track one, City of Corpses. Um, so, real quick, it's a seven song, air quotes, EP, but it's 35 minutes long. Almost 36. I have a problem with that. (laughs) And on to City of Corpses. Ramen for days. And if you're not sure what that means, ramen is a noodle. Noodles. Boodly, 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 boodly. It's like all that remains, like, abused Shadows Fall and, like, had sex with War of Ages and Hope for the Dying's, like, that stepchild that, like, the parents don't really talk about. The two parents don't talk to each other. Also, Mark just, Mark just said sex. <laughs> <laughs> sex. Oh, um, he said it twice. Woo. Oh, B-Mill's going to have a party with this one. Um, I don't know, man. It's just it just seemed like it was down a very slow and impatient path in the form of dad metal. 
the singing was trash. The singing wasn't good. His his the his, song was overall boring. His vocals were re- reminiscent of Papa Leroy in War of Ages. That high strained vocal fry. That little thing. That's like all he does. I'm assuming because of Jack Daniels, who's also in War of Ages, solo. Yep, and I will say, he does have clean solos. Although, I wouldn't necessarily say that they are what I'm wanting. But, they're recorded well. Sound quality's good. Mix is good on the record. I will give it that. Uh, They're kind of like a woe light. Woe as in... W O A, oh, War of Ages, light as in a beer, like L I T E. Yeah, yeah. It's like they or Woe Zero. <laughs> they're they're a fucking seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing Woe Claw. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hope for the seltzers. <laughs> Um, there was like a halftime breakdown too at the end of this seven minute song towards the end that was just, in my opinion, if, if you're going to tell me I'm in a band and you need to listen to this song, it's going to be seven minutes <laughs> and just leave my mic noises in there. Fuck it. And we're, we're in it now. Fuck. <laughs> And it's just, it's just that long of a song for no reason, but to just be a long song and it doesn't really change. It doesn't really progress. You jump back to the same parts over and over again, not in like a artistic way of building or like a story. It's just like, up, oh, we'll go back to this part. Same thing. No changes. So I, it's just, it's just kind of generic. Didn't like the singing. Imagine the most boring NPR show you've ever heard in musical format. Yeah. And then, boom, you have the opening track to this album, City of Corpses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which, fortunately, brings us to track two after the seven-minute song. We have a normal length, uh, A Beautiful Day for Vengeance. Boring intro. Very the slowest blast beats I've ever heard someone try and pass off as blast beats because they were kind of played yeah they in the were, same they, style with like a faster riff and they were it was they just were blah beats blah blah meh beats meeps I mean okay music is technically played very well like it like you know they're you know they're not like missing notes like that one band we covered. With his sloppy sweeps. Yeah, the sloppy solos. <laughs> but overall it was still ju- it was still just lackluster. Like it like yeah, you're technically doing a really good job at playing what you're playing, but it's boring. Like there's not much to it. Like there, I don't really there's another solo. Yay, thanks, War of Ages Light. There's, <laughs> there's definitely plenty of those. And in all honesty, like the vocalists, 
isn't bad, but I don't feel like this was the band for him. I feel like he would have been a better fit in a different type of project. Yeah, like, in my opinion, with with music like this, I I personally want, like, a vocalist with, with that throws a bunch of diversity in his styles where, like, there's exhales, inhales, highs, lows, mids. This guy's kind of kind of just all vocal fry. One trick high pony. Mids. Yeah. It's like it works for people in hardcore bands. One, in my opinion, because typically hardcore style songs are short. Definitely not seven minutes. Like if Knocked Loose was like, hey, um, I know they're not just a hardcore band, so get off me. But if Knocked Loose was like, hey, this is a seven-minute song, everyone would be like, I mean, okay. But like after a while, you're just like, ah, same thing over and over again. But if like Carnifex was like, hey, here's an eight-minute song, the freaking vocalist is going all over the place. It's just better. Speaking of Knocked Loose, I'm wearing a Knocked Loose dad hat right now. Yay. <laughs> I really like that band a whole lot. I used to not. I was kind of off the train. Huh, you might feel that way about. I ter- won't turnstile eventually. I won't. Well, fuck you then. Track wait, goddamn wait. three. Do you like turnstile? Yes. What? Yes. Are you for real? Yes. <sighs> Do I need to say yes again? Yeah. Yes. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My music tastes are way fucking more mature than yours. Hey. Hey, <laughs> you watch it. I have very refined musical taste, okay? Yeah, just like your chicken with honey mustard. And special sauce. Five-year-old palate. Hey, I don't like ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't like ranch. I'm not a white girl. I like honey mustard. It's the egg yolky nectar of the gods. If anything Mark just said offended you, please send us some hate mail. <laughs> we'll tell you how to do that later. I will and be, you can you can tell him his sauce taste <laughs> is inferior. I will be passing out packets of honey mustard all weekend at Furnace Fest. So <laughs> but I guess this will come out after Furnace Fest, so that doesn't do much good. But also if you want a pin, we have one inch buttons. Save yourself pod. If you get one uh, Mark will also send you a packet of honey mustard. <laughs> I will. I will. A honey mustard of my choosing. Um, and the pen will be inside of it. So you can't use the honey mustard. And you have, to wa- you have to wash the pen off. But they'll be together. Probably in a South State <laughs> fucking envelope. Hey! That doesn't need to be public knowledge. It's already public knowledge. That's true. That's all I had, though. <laughs> I did tell B-Mills we can open him an account and get him hooked up, so it's promotion. <laughs> Sarah posted a picture of She got her uh, oh, p- she did? Her pen and stickers, nice. and she's just like, I like how it just said, Sarah, I feel like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to ask the question of like, hey, what's your last name? Like, So we just wrote Sarah. I mean... If someone wrote something to Mark, like I feel like I would get it if you sent it to my address. I mean, hell, I've gotten packages, and all they said was Trashbeard. Oh, yeah. Address. I'm like, I know who that's for. Yeah. Me, goddammit. 
<clears throat> but anyway, of, track three. Into, into darkness, darkness we ride. ride. I don't like the beginning. All if right, I was no, listening to the song up. on my own, I would have skipped it. The the in, the beginning intro riff was a wannabe fall of Troy riff. Uh, yes, yes, it absolutely was. I totally agree. Like, I love Fall of Troy. Apparently, y'all don't, or you kind of heard of me. Like, let's attempt that, and then just you know, flop dicks together and <laughs> came up with this shit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just not for me. Um, Had that stupid acoustic riff in it. It was too slow. The acoustic riff, like it, it was didn't folky. Fit. It's like I didn't know if I was at like a Renaissance fair or 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 what. Like, and then the singing that it was different from the singing on track one, which you would think me complaining <clears throat> about this thing needing diversity that I would be happy about. But it's just two different types of singing I don't like at this point. So the singing sucked, and it sounded like a wannabe Mars Volta. <laughs> I also don't like the Mars Volta at all. Oh, you just pissed off at least seven people. Oh, guess what? There was another fucking solo. Another Yay. one. Yay! <sighs> I'm Track tired of goddamn these. four. Where? Our fallen comrades. Wait, oh, our fallen comrades. My bad. Comrades. Inner Shikari. Is that great you? band? I love comrades. Also face down oriented. Mm-hmm. Affiliated. Nice people. Um, this song was. It had that synthy inner sh- Shikari like the. Yeah, they had they had to show off Josh's uh, keyboard skills. I mean, at least he's he like, did we something. played three songs already, and I haven't got to press four notes on my keyboard yet. <laughs> our our guest listener that heard our suffering, Claire said this song was very predictable. Track five, <laughs> where we are going, we don't need roads. Where you're going is out of business. <laughs> okay. Oh shit! Sorry. They, they did a kind of breakdown, mosh call, snare intro thing. It worked. It was something a little different. I mean, it took them 20 minutes, but I enjoyed it. I, I didn't enjoy the whole song. This this is like if War of Ages and As I Lay Dying, you know, like those kind of like five, seven bands, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the... It was like it was like those kind of bands. If they didn't try too hard, and then they thought to themselves, "Hey, can you write generically?" Hey, 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 hey! This band sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that they suck because they're they don't suck, but they're not great. Yeah, the nothing you did makes me go yes. The writing style and the music style is not for me. Track six. Would the angel say, "What Santana cover"? Because <laughs> that intro was very Santana. It, it really was. It was very weedily. Um, <laughs> like it was like fucking in the fruit aisle of the grocery store, just like. <laughs> <laughs> like like pushing the buggy and the the cart keeps veering to the left. I was just waiting for the dude from fucking Matchbox Twenty to start singing. This a hot one. <laughs> yeah. 
track seven in loving memory. I'm not loving any of these memories. Yeah. They did like a weird, like every, every two or four measures, it would be fast. And then the drummer would slow it down to a slower beat to slow the song down and speed it back up. And it was just, it's very rudimentary. Um, that's honestly, okay. I think I have formed an official opinion on this record. I feel like I'm very excited to hear, because I, I think Hope for the Dying has at least two, maybe three more albums that were on Face Down after this, because this was their debut, and this is very r- rudimentary, and hopefully just some of the first things they had written, and it got picked up by Face Down. They didn't write something new. Hopefully for the dying. <laughs> so I... I really want to hear something new. I hope the randomizer gives us something while this is fresh so we can kind of have like the callback or I might even listen to a song or two before like you can't. That's not how this podcast works. No, no. Listen to a song or two of this album. Like when the randomizer picks a new hope. (laughs) You want to listen to this album again? Fucking weird. I know. I know. I know. But I want to give them a fair chance because like I don't hate their writing or their styles. It was just, it just didn't work for me. And you ain't no winds of plague. (laughs) I was never even a big fan of winds of plague. It's because you never saw them live. That's true. I didn't. Fluffy really liked them though. Oh, big Nate. Oh, big Nate, big Nate. All right. So overall, I would not recommend this album. Maybe (laughs) listen to a different album by this band and see if it's better and let us know. Or if you love this band, let us know if you like this album. And then let us know what else you like so we can question your musical tastes. Yeah, (laughs) B-Mills. Well, that brings us to our next segment. You two recommend That's for band of the week. I know. I still like the button. God damn it. (laughs) (sighs) Number one on the YouTube recommended was Bloodline Severed, Harvest of Souls, single. It's a very small band, so I want to give that a listen. Oh, (laughs) pardon me. Number two. Ugh. Why'd you make me read this one? Because you fucking made us put it on the list. <sighs> Metallica. Through the Mirror. Soundtrack. I hate Metallica so freaking much. <sighs> Number three. Inhale, Exhale. It's Myself versus Being a Man. Single. Such a dumb song name. <laughs> <laughs> and number four. A Plea for Purging. Thank the Lord. Uh-oh. I can't read my writing. Shiver. Shiver. It's a great song. Why does it look like I wrote Shines? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that uh, Ben Harper song, Shimmer and Shine. Leave All right, we're done. Shimmer and Shine. See, I have very, very mature music taste. Ben Harper and the Relentless Seven are not for teenagers. Take that. 
Whatever, dude. <laughs> what segment's next? I can't remember. It's time for Band of the Week. Hello. He remembered the button. I had to show him where it was. Yeah, that's that. hence the silence before that happened. We prefer to leave these things in, though, just because, like... We want you to know that we're professionals. We really are. Um, and we're just out here hanging out, having fun, telling about our opinions, and want to hear your opinions. Professionals. What's your professional opinion on your Band of the Week? No, you go first. <sighs> uh-huh. I'm going first? Yeah, fuck you. Oh! <laughs> How rude. Love you, Mark. I love you too, but that cut a little deep. That's how I roll. Are you okay? Nope. (laughs) Are you sure? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. All right. My band of the week is kind of a weird throwback. Um, Mm. Going to Furnace Fest this weekend. Um, When this pod comes out, I'll be already back from Furnace Fest, hopefully, that I don't die. Um, So I've been kind of revisiting some older music and... Uh, Anne Berlin's playing and all that, and so I was listening to the first. I'm giving the full the full story on this. I was listening to Amberlin's second album. Can't remember the name. Don't care what it's called. I like it, and it auto played at the end of the album and started playing old Bayside. And so I've been on like a three or four day Bayside binge again because I I like them and I listen to it. But after yeah, the drummer I love them died, when they first and came that, out that really sad acoustic EP. About the drummer, oh, that was so upsetting. But just like the "Sick Sick Sick" by Bayside, I I jammed that song four or five times probably in the past two days, which is rare for me because I normally I rarely listen to the same song twice in a day. So, what about you, dog? Uh, just because you were talking about Furnace Fest, this isn't my band, but did you? Did you see that they uh, added across five ripples? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was a good trade because Gideon was on there. But, I mean, Gideon plays everywhere, and, I mean, they're, they're they also, fine. They also didn't answer any of our questions, even, even though they're fellow Alabama boys. Right. But they are Bama fans. Tuscaloosers. Ha! Ha! My band of the week is, uh... The, okay. The band is is pronounced Ma- What the fuck? Why are you throwing candles? I didn't mean to. It's pronounced Mall, like M-A-U-L, but it's spelt M-O with that dash through it, L, but it's Mall. Okay. Um, They're a fucking... They're from Denmark. They're like a post-black metal shoegaze band. Did you just say a post black metal shoegaze band? Yeah, Ima- imagine what? imagine a Death Heaven, but fucking better. Speaking of, they got added to Furnace Fest too. Yeah, their first album was awesome. Their second one was fucking dog shit. They're playing the first album in its entirety. Of course they are, because it's the only thing they put out that was worth a fuck. That's what everyone was saying on the comments. But yeah, more of the garbage fans of Furnace Fest complaining all the dang time. Mole. Sorry. Like, it's pretty black metal music. Like, it is fucking, I don't know, 
I mean, just fucking look them up. If you don't, yeah. if you don't understand what shoegaze or black metal or post black metal means, <gasps> look up the band and trust me. And let us know what you it's think. It's black metal with pretty parts, but with the <laughs> type vocals. Like you can't, you can't beat it. It's fucking, it's delicious. Do you remember if it that was a band? cracker? I would have been eating a whole box already. <laughs> Do you remember the band that uh, Joel from Being as an Ocean was in? Oh shit! It was uh, like that other black, one, that black metal symphonic. It was kind of like what the guy from Sleeping Giants doing with Holy Ghost or Holy Name. Also, shout out to Holy Name or whatever your band is for liking our post on Instagram. <laughs> I <laughs> Randomly, like the, I like them a lot. But it's it it was kind of like in that vein. Joel's drown, drown. Yeah, but it was like D R V N or whatever. Like the it was like three v, three V's. Yeah, the it. weird cultish black metal overused thing. Yeah, Witchcraft. He, he should go back to doing that because being as an ocean starting to get fucking cheeky. Yeah, I I'm I'm intrigued. They have something new coming out, and it's it's I agree. They're they're coming towards the make or break where I've heard them do some things where I was like, well, I'll allow it, but... Just don't start touching fucking underage kids. Yeah, like Daniel Wand. Motherfucker. Of cap size. Not even of cap size. Can't believe I considered you a friend. Isn't that so upsetting? Like, we played with them two, three times. They designed some of our merch. They as in Daniel. Like, the... Uh, so And then upsetting. you go off and do some... Fuck boy shit like that. Don't be like Daniel. Don't be like Daniel. Don't be like Ronnie Radcliffe or whatever the Ronnie fuck Ronnie Radke. I don't care what his fucking real name is. <laughs> fuck that dude too. <laughs> I will punch them both in the face. Hard. I agree. With a bullet. Oh. Just kidding. My fist is what I call bullet. <laughs> <laughs> you want bullet one or bullet two? <laughs> oh gosh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. If you're still listening. If you are still listening, you are now about to enter the world of excellency that we like to call Snaps for Wade. Love you, Wade. He just awoken from his slumber and he's about to destroy the world. He's pissed. And he is pissed. <sighs> He's like, damn them, save yourself, pot boys, and this sneaky dog, too. <laughs> Stupid dog. You made me look bad. <laughs> oh. Well, with, that, with we all that being said, mail? we do. Let me let me pull up the... Let me press the right button for There we go. Let me pull up some hate mail. Mark, I'll let you read this first one. Oh, that means there's no cursing in it. Hopefully. <laughs> It'd be funny as fuck if there was. <laughs> I'd lose my shit. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> this is from Claire. Hate mail. Hot butter. Claire says, the new equipment sounds fire. It's almost worth having to go three weeks without a new episode. Hey, hey, you watch it. I was hanging out with her when we weren't doing those episodes, so she better be grateful. (laughs) Just kidding. Y'all's voices sound like melted butter. So silky, so smooth. 
Mm. Claire. That is so nice. I'd like to think that my voice sounds like dark chocolate. <laughs> 86% cacao. Delicious. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. Oh, our next hate mail comes from our good friend, Aaron Pollock. Aw. The title of the email is, You're Wrong, Mark. Everyone doesn't. Yeah, I should have known this was going to happen. It's because no one can, it's, no, it's not because no one, it's because everyone knows they can send me hate mail and I'm not going to give a fuck. It's true. But, all it says is one sentence. Oh, dear. Which I'm assuming goes with the title. So I'm just going to say the title and then the sentence. That way it makes more sense. You're wrong, Mark, about the new Turnstile album. Uh, That was a weak-ass hate mail. Good job, yeah. Aaron. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm not. I don't think so. Do better. I am. I I do promise to listen to their set and give it a fair chance live and just see if I don't I'll like the way it's recorded. So I will report back, Aaron and B Mills. We have one more hate mail. And I bet I know who it's from. Go ahead and say it. B Mills. Brandon Miller, come on down. <laughs> he did write in, and it was him, yes. The uh, title of the email is Fart of the Covenant. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I think he was just being funny. Okay. That's but anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a slightly long one, so I'm just going to read it fast. If you don't understand my sudden slang, then, you know, eat a dick. I don't care. <laughs> B-Mill says, At one point in my life, I did have every face-down release from, like, the late 90s up until around 2013. Nice. Sadly, a couple of CD binders got stolen out of my truck a few years ago, and I lost a huge chunk of my collection. I used to just buy everything face down at those distribution stands the guy from Gideon used to set up at shows that Gideon didn't even play. <laughs> so I have a tons of stuff I don't even remember buying. It's a blessing and a curse. The Ark of the Covenant EP is so freaking good. I freaking agree. Agreed, B-Mills. Agreed. I remember when it was up for pre-order. I didn't even listen to them. I just pre-ordered the CD and hoped for the best. I got that bad boy and quickly put it on my iPod Classic and went to work and played it when I started my shift and was blown away. The full length they put out later was amazing, too. Oh, I'm excited. And yes, I am your super fan and also your favorite fan. Goddamn right. That was me saying that. He didn't write that. <laughs> when I come on the show, it will no longer be a randomized deep dive. It'll be a brandonized deep dive. <laughs> that is all. And then he goes on to say, Mark, I will be at Furnace Fest and I'm going to take a jar of pickles. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to take a jar of pickles so far up your, <laughs> I mean, booty. Sorry, I forget Mark might read this. His little eyes can't handle cuss words. Hey, I do have small eyes. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So he's going to see you at Furnace Fest and he's going to put a... He's going to put a jar of pickles up your ass. The last time I saw B-Mills was at 
a wrestling event. I went with Mitch, and me and Mitch were hanging out, and I looked over, and I was like, that's that guy from Meadows. I know him. And then we talked and sat together and stayed in touch ever since. Now he's on the podcast. What a guy. Also, if you put pickles anywhere near me, I'll scream. So with that being said, V Mills, make sure you <laughs> record it. That way we can upload it to our Instagram and Twitter and on our Facebook page. Looking so, forward to so seeing So everyone you. can see Mark scream like a little girl because he's scared of pickles. Apparently. <laughs> I don't like pickles, man. I love cucumbers. I just have a vinegar problem. <laughs> I, I have don't a like vinegar, vinegar problem, but I love hot sauces. And actually, I also love like... like Vietnamese sandwiches like banh mi's and like like Chinese like like pork buns and things that has like the lightly uh, pickled like cucumbers and carrots, but they're like it's light. It's like tossed in vinegar. It's not like soaked through. So I don't know, man. Just don't like pickles. Because even if you take a pickle off, it still tastes like pickle, and you're just like, I don't want this. <laughs> if y'all could see. How disapprovingly upset Marshall's looking at me. I'm sorry. Pickles suck. (laughs) With that being fucking said, (laughs) if you would like to send us some hate mail, feel free to send it to Save yourself pod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. Also, all at, at Save Yourself Pod. Um, if you disagree with anything Mark has said this entire time, <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. Send it to any of those. And to the people. This week that sent in some hate mail. Claire and B. Mills, we love you both dearly. Thank you. And Aaron, the newcomer. Despite your poor taste in liking Turnstile, thank you for writing in. Despite your poor hate mail that showed no hate whatsoever. You just said Mark was wrong. <laughs> if you send in a better hate mail, guess what? Those pins that we got, those are free. <laughs> if you send in a hate mail. And you send in a hate mail, I will contact you. I will get your fucking address. I will show up in person, punch you in the lip, and give you a pin. Maybe put the pin in your lip. I will pierce your lip with the pin. And then slap a sticker on your forehead. And if you need pins, hit up Free Spirit Buttons. They do a great job. They got one inch, two inch, or two and two point two five or two and a half. I I don't remember the fucking sizes, but it's fucking worth the goddamn money if you want some goddamn buttons. Hate mail. Save yourself pod. Save yourself pod at gmail.com. Free spirit buttons. Discography podcast. Furter Riff Podcast. Honey mustard. B Mills. Let's go. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs>